0: Cool. Cool. Awesome. I love the Lord of the Rings.
1: Great, <laughs> right, yeah. I'm into obscure 1950s atomic monster movies.
0: Uh, okay. Sure. I really enjoyed the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles.
1: We can work with that. Here at the UBC Sci-Fi and Fantasy Society, we accept everyone. We have weekly movies, game nights, and the largest non-academic library at UBC. Come by our club room, 3206D in The Nest. It's a great place to eat lunch, hang out,
2: and procrastinate.
1: Check out our Facebook group, UBC Sci-Fi and Fantasy Society, to find out what's going on. Hey students, it's done. You made it through the school year, and now it's time to pack up and move out. Remember when you got sick right around exam time and had to get that prescription? While you're packing up your life, you'll probably come across some unused or expired meds that helped you get through the cramming for that one last test. You need to make sure you return all drugs to the local pharmacy for proper disposal. Don't throw it out and don't flush it down the drain. The pharmacy is the easiest and safest place to return any unwanted drugs. Help to reduce misuse and safely keep drugs out of our environment. This message is brought to you by the health products industry.
3: Hi, welcome to the real world with Dora. On CITR 101.9 FM, uh, we just want to acknowledge that we are broadcasting live from unceded Musqueam territory, um, and yeah, so welcome. Today we're going to be talking about French film. Unfortunately, Dama has an exam, so she can't make it, but um, good luck to her. She's going to be great, I'm sure. Um, and I am joined by Laura. Hi. And Michael. Hello. And Andy. Hi. Woo, cool. Um, we're all a little frazzled. Well, I, I'm a little frazzled. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself, um, here, Dora. But yeah, as I said, we're going to talk about French film, and then we're going to be talking about student film a little later because POV,
4: perspective of vision, persistence of vision, persistence of uh, vision, but festival. close. Thank you. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, the student film festival here at UBC is going to be um, this weekend on the 23rd and the 24th. It's going to be dope. Everyone to come out. It's at the Norm Theater. Lots of fun, lots of art. I saw the films; they are all amazing.
4: Yeah, you got a special little uh, pre-screening. I did too, so. because
3: yours truly, Dora Duber, was a judge at <laughs> POV, which I'm still like so. You're still surprised. Like, how did true. that even happen? But I love it.
4: We don't really know.
3: I, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight it. I think it's cool. <laughs> um, but so yeah, what are your guys' favorite French films? Oh,
0: you're like.
1: <laughs> um,
0: okay, so, like, it's not technically a film. It's a miniseries, uh, but it did air at VIF, like, two years ago, I mm. think. Um, it's called T Can or in English, *Little Can Can. Uh, and it's, like, this small French seaside town where some, like, murders are happening. And it's super funny. And... Uh, like, got a great detective with some fun facial tics and like, this <laughs> terrible little child, like, going around messing shit up. It's great. I don't know if I can swear on this. Uh, you did.
3: <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, is Can Can the little yeah. child? Yeah,
0: it is.
3: Cool. And is he the one, he's not like the murderer. No. He's just like an investigator. Mm-hmm.
0: No, he's just like a terror. <laughs> okay, cool. That sounds
3: pretty cool. Um,. What about you guys? I'm
4: sticking with the Pink Panther. I know, I know. <laughs> you told me I couldn't say that, but you know, to the six people that are watching this right now, <laughs> I want them to know, or listening, I want them to know that the Pink Panther is my favorite. Uh, if I truly had to pick, I don't watch a ton of French film. Uh,
3: it's because you're uncultured.
4: It is because I'm all uncultured, but it's also interesting because I have a French exam at 7 p.m. tonight. Oh wow! So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Inter- interesting subject to bring up. Um, well, we were just talking about Xavier Dolan, right? Is that how you say his name?
3: I have no idea. Okay. I'm going to defer to Laura for this uh, one. Xavier
4: Dolan? There we go. Boom. See? I'm going <laughs> to fail. Say it with a
3: accent. Xavier Dolan. It's like pretty
4: bad. All right. That was, <laughs> that was, that was questionable at <laughs> Thank best. Thank you. Um, i But take it. he made a really interesting film called Mommy, which I really liked. Um, so if I had to go with, with that, I, that would probably be my... Other than the Pink Panther, which I'm still sticking with.
3: But. Okay, whatever. you. See you. <laughs>
2: I think one of my favorite films, uh my favorite French films, is called uh Love Me If You Dare. Don't know who directed it. Don't know who's <laughs> in it. I know Marianne Cotillard is in that film. Oh, though. she's amazing. like she's like it's like a younger her, maybe like her late early twenties or something like that. Ooh. But it's basically centers around uh, this boy and this girl who grew up together and they have, like, this relationship, not, like, a loving relationship at first. It's just sort of, like, best friends. And they have this game that they play. It's called Truth or Dare. But it's actually more just, like, they only really do the dares. It's just, like, the dare, you know? So, basically, they dare each other to do the most craziest things Oh, in, throughout their whole lives. And, like, basically, like, one of the dares that he makes her do is, like, she has to have, like... Uh, um an exam in front of like these like judges or like these professors to get into this university or just or to get this job, I don't remember. And he like dares her the morning of to come to the exam with her underwear outside of her clothes and she's like, That's gonna ruin my whole presentation and like she like you find out that later that she actually did it. Like they go to like extreme lengths to go and like um do these dares because it's like if you don't you're like you know, sacrificing a relationship, something like that. And it turns out like as you, if the film evolves, it like be- becomes a relationship, but there's a lot of obstacles in the way with like, he already has another family and like, there's just so much that happens. But um, I just really like it because the ending really goes to show how like, no matter what you do, you're like the friendship that you have.
0: It's like, it's always there.
3: Aww. I don't know. <laughs> so sweet. You seem to have
2: like a little oh, info. I just
0: like realized that I know what <laughs> <laughs> called, I think it's
2: called Je d'enfants. Yeah. It's I just know the English
0: yeah. Title yeah, of it. Yeah, That's cool.
3: Um I've been watching a lot of like nineteen seventies and sixties French film. I guess like okay, yeah, no. I was like oh almost excuse me seventies, but that's a lie. Um I've been watching um like I saw I wrote a paper on I'm gonna It's called, oh, I can't even remember the English title, but Vivre vie," the 1962 or three Goddard film um, about a prostitute in Paris. And it's so beautiful. And I I saw it like three times because I was writing a paper on it. But every time I was like, this is gorgeous. This is gorgeous. It's about a young prostitute in Paris. Um, And then another like funny one that I saw um, was, okay, it's called Donkey Skin in anglais but in french it's podin um that was pretty good. merci um <laughs> it's a 1970 film um and the woman in it i didn't know she was like a big deal catherine devenu um catherine Deneuve. Catherine Deneuve. um but she is gorgeous and like s- that movie was like so weird it was like mm-hmm. a princess and like a fairy tale um they like made up a fairy tale that like seems like it would be a fairy tale um but the costumes were ridiculous and like so outrageous there was just like everything was like so kind of extreme and it was a musical and i was like whoa like this is gorgeous it was really really cool
0: she was also in young girls of rush four which played to the norm a couple weeks ago and was like a great time fun 60s musical like bright colors Dean mm. kelly was in it Ooh, i Jane didn't kelly. know that yeah Sure. He like tries
3: to speak French and it's really bad. <laughs> but it's like
4: amazing. Oh Jean. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh Jean. I love Gene Kelly. A little off topic, but I find him so fascinating. I like Singing in the Rain is one of my most like I love that movie so much. And any like I guess all dance movies. I just, like, love, like, Fr- like I was thinking about Easter Parade this morning, the Fred Astaire movie, and mm-hmm. I was like, this movie's a classic. Like, I love it. Um, I don't know why. Something about it, I just think is dope. But, okay, so I bring this topic up. French film was, like, my little baby topic because um, I've been watching, like, a lot of it recently, and I just, like, there's something about, like, not really understanding the language and just, like, listening to it, and it's so beautiful to just, like, hear like I don't know there's like I love watching it mm-hmm. like not understanding it I feel like if I understood it and was just like listening like oh like this is what they're saying it would be different but like I just think that like hearing the words like adds like some kind of stylistic thing to it interesting um, thank you I think so too <laughs> um, but yeah I just like I think it's just like beautiful to like experience
4: yeah, I haven't seen enough French films to really get on board with you there. So, okay. <laughs> like like I said, my favorite French film is The Pink Panther, so that should tell you everything <laughs> you need to know about my knowledge of French film. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I can see that. For me, it's kind of, it's somewhat the opposite because I find in films where I have to do, it's going to sound really silly, but in films where I have to do too much reading, I kind of get distracted because I'm focusing so much on yeah. what they're saying. I'm not looking at the visuals or the imagery or anything. Um but I think you know that's like that's a personal, that's personal taste.
0: That like I definitely was on that page before, and then now that I understand French, whenever I'm watching it, mm. I'm like not just watching it. I'm comparing the actual dialogue with the subtitles, <laughs> um, and like sometimes they make some weird translation choices, right. and you're like, okay, like. So I just like I feel like, like we're probably getting totally different experiences of the same movie,
4: and mm. I think
1: that's
0: kind
4: of cool yeah like, that's dope yeah so what you're telling me is i should go rock my french exam tonight <laughs> and then go home and marathon like three or four french films yeah for sure okay cool just okay, great <laughs> it'll and know what i'm doing tonight then <laughs> good.
3: um does anyone have anything they want to add a french film or do we want to play a song and then go straight into students film films no? Okay. Oh, I think that's good. Cool. <laughs> um, then we're going to be playing Sam Tudor, um, who is in, he's graduating from the UBC Film Program, uh, production program right now. He has a film in the festival um, called Cement. It's dope. Um, and I'm just going to play um, the song uh, Modern New Year. So.
1: Da-da-da. Only early days when you were held tight, moving back and forth in the cradle at night, Cain and April's song, singing out your love, love And you'll be often finding mystical ways of showing me your nights better spent than my days, and I'd never disagree with letters from a higher. You've been on the run, I'll be right here Waiting on the floor for the modern new year Saw you on the stairs, smiling for the very first time I'm afraid to change once more Cause it's gotta be the next year Never be today Like saving someone's life But only going halfway Colored in the lines Never thought to draw my own You've been on the run I'll be right here Waiting on the floor for the modern Saw you on the stairs Smiling for the very First time On the run. I'll be right here, waiting on the floor for the modern new year. Saw you on the stairs, smiling for the very first time. Oh, You've been on October, the run. I'll be right here, year, here, waiting on, on the November, floor for the modern November, new year. Saw, the saw the you on the, the stairs, stairs stair one. smiling Red for the Red cherry. cherry.
3: Welcome back to the real world with Dora and Laura. Woo! Um, for those of you who missed my announcement earlier, Dama is in an exam, or at least thinking, like starting to write an exam. So but
0: our names rhyme, so it's yeah, okay. so it's like equally cute. We,
3: Dama and I had the alliteration. Laura and I have other poetic devices. Um, but good luck to Dama. We we are thinking of you. Um, and. Laura and I are joined by Michael Johnston and Andy Alvarez. What an introduction. I'm truly um, from the UBC film production program and both of you guys have films in the Persistence of Vision or POV film festival happening at the Norm Theater on April 22nd and 24th almost in May 23rd and 24th. Um, So this weekend it's going to be dope. The films are all amazing. You guys have amazing entries. Um so we're just gonna talk about like student film. Um and then also earlier we were talking about French film. And actually I think an amazing unifier of these two topics is what ha, how do you say his name? Ha, okay. I say Xavier Dolan. Apparently that's like <laughs> butchering right. it.
0: Xavier Dolan.
3: Xavier Dolan. Xavier mm-hmm. Dolan <laughs> Um <laughs> I just need to, like, repeat Xavier that. <laughs> um, We're all going to hell. <laughs> um, just for completely disrespecting yes. that poor man's name. Um, but he is so young and so successful as a filmmaker. Um, was he a student? What, did he go to school for a film at all? Or did he just, like, I'm going to do it?
4: Um, unfortunately, you're asking the wrong person. Okay. I do not know my history of Xavier Dolan. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, uh, for me, he's somebody who's only really just emerged. Um, like, I've only seen two or three uh, films by him. And by two or three, I mean two. Um, <laughs> and a music video. So <laughs> oh, yeah, because he did it. He did the Adele uh, Hello music video, which I think we can all agree is one of the best mini- music videos.
3: Of all time. Well, I was
4: going to say of 2015, but sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, but he seems to be more of a recent... Filmmaker for me, but I don't know if he went to film school.
3: I don't think that he did, which Mm. is pretty cool. Um, I just find it so amazing that he's so young and so successful. How young is he? He's 27 and he's made like several films. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, He's also like an actor, right?
3: Yeah, he was a child actor. He's also. Gorgeous. Um, It makes sense to me. (laughs) Um, Here. um, We're just like kind of casually looking at pics of him, which are just mind-blowing. Damn. (laughs) um, But I just think he's like a cool, like a young... He's one of the youngest filmmakers that I know of, who's been incredibly successful. And he's Canadian, which is cool. Um, But I thought that he had gone to film school, and he hasn't. But student film back at it on that note of not going to film school <laughs> hey, let's circle look it back look at this segue um <laughs> yeah so how do you guys feel like film school do you think it was positive like necessary to go just to like get the like connections or would you have been comfortable just being like I want to make film
4: um personally I don't think I would have been comfortable just going out and saying I'm just going to go make movies because uh, like and that's the thing about film schools. every film school will largely teach you the same thing cinematography sound directing all that stuff uh, it's really the connections and the networks that sets one film school apart from another um, which is, I think is why UBC is one of the better places in Canada uh, because of the connections and networks that it provides um, but in terms of you know wanting to go to I'd like I would always suggest you go to film school but that's just me
2: I think it also depends on the person. Like, if you grow up in a family that has artists and you have connections, you know, go for it. Go do what you got to do. And if you learn differently instead of, like, being in a classroom where they teach you to, you know, like, turn on a camera. um, We do more than that, by the way. (laughs) um, It's, like, it's different, right? And if you learn more by actually just going out into the world and doing it, then go for it. Um, But something that I personally experience is that, Film school was a great thing that I did or that I chose to do, especially here in UBC, because it allowed me to meet people like alumni um, on actual professional sets and just get um, networking out of that and also just get work out of that. So it's just good to know that, like, I'm not alone in this process of like wanting to become a filmmaker and going through the route of film school and like also having the same doubts that they had only like five years ago and it's just like, you know what, it's going to be okay for me, like they're doing okay, like, you know, um, something else that I noticed with film school is that even though they all teach you relatively the same thing, it's it has to do with what you put into it as well, like not only do, like they teach you things, but you have to put in the effort in order to get success, if that makes sense. Um. So like, that's, yeah, that's my two cents. That's lovely. Um,
3: I remember the first time I like found out film school was a thing was I was just like scrolling through Facebook in like I want to say like sophomore year of high school and Dustin Dustin Hoffman had been like everyone should go to film school like it's an invaluable experience mm-hmm. like I went to film school all the most successful people I know went to film school um and I was like oh like cool you can you can do that in school it just seemed like fun
4: yeah it. It's sort of, you know, it's sort of turned around now where it's like most people, like there's a lot of really famous and really uh, successful filmmakers who have not gone to film school, like Xavier Dolan or um, Christopher Nolan. I tried, just kidding. (laughs) Um, Or Christopher Nolan is another huge example. He actually went to, I don't think, it may have been Oxford, but he went to school for English. Um, And he's probably, you know, one of the biggest filmmakers out there now that doesn't have a film degree. Um, and he's made, things. you know, fantastic yeah. films. So, um, yeah, it's sort of a, a 50-50 thing. I would say it's it's been one of the best decisions I've made. But, yeah.
3: Whoa. Um, <laughs> so what are you guys' films about in the festival?
4: Uh, well, I, a, I am the writer and director of Victory Falls, which is I, – I did an interview on CITR yesterday about Victory Falls oh, wow. on the Arts Report. Um, And they asked me to explain what Victory Falls was. And the easiest way I can explain it is if Whiplash and Foxcatcher had a baby, you'd get Victory Falls.
3: Arguably the two best movies of last year.
4: Absolutely. Um, But it's ultimately, it's a story of, you know, fathers and sons and how that already complicated relationship becomes more complicated with sport and um, conflict and gold and the the desire to succeed and things like that. Yeah.
2: Cool. Um, my film that I was a part of, I was a cinematographer for Vanessa. It's a film about two gangsters that go into this house and they're there to collect money. But um, unfortunately, they go into the wrong house and they disrupt what is a birthday... Fun experience from uh, with an ex-marine and a fiery wife, uh, whose her name is Vanessa. It's a comedy, not a quirky comedy. It's definitely a comedy. Um, it's got some action stuff to it. Um, yeah, it's a cute little film. Not maybe not cute, you know. It's it's, it's there. It's awesome. Yeah, I loved <laughs> Vanessa. I thought it was actually pretty funny. It got a few laughs, um, which was cool. Yeah, I'm not, like, when we first started out with the film, especially in the editing process, it was definitely difficult to get the um, timing for the comedy, because making comedy films is a little bit more difficult than, you know, other films, because you have to get the timing properly, and you have to screen it and make sure that it's still funny after so long. Um, So we definitely struggled with that, especially in a class who's seen this film Several times, and you'll just like been accustomed to the jokes. So when we showed it to newer audiences, it's just like, oh my god, it's actually funny. Like, we actually did our job, sort of, yeah. you know? So <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I mean, it's a film that, like, you get to be like, oh, that was funny. Yeah, cool.
3: <laughs> That's That's cool. That's, uh,
2: you know, like, um, but it was still
3: pretty cool. Thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the um, what, what are the vibes you get from the other films in the festival?
4: Uh, well, there's 20 films this year, which seems like a lot, but... It is a uh, lot. It, well, it is a lot, but <laughs> it's actually on the lower side of the uh, the amount of films that we usually have. Uh, quite a few comedies this year. Uh, usually, you know, you get mostly dramas and maybe one or two comedies, but it's split uh, fairly evenly this year. Um, but there's some really interesting ones. There's, you know, there's emotional, like, sporty, like, sort of dramas like Victory Falls. There's, like, these lighthearted sort of or not light-hearted, no, but dark comedies like um, yeah. like Vanessa. Then you have more trippy, sort of, like, surrealist films, like we were talking about Sam Tudor's uh, Cement. Um, and then you have some just some light-hearted comedies that are very, like, you know, sort of just like your typical, like, popcorn movie, you know, sort of thing. And there's a number of those, uh, like, uh, some of the titles that come to mind are Aperture Hour and... Uh, the guy kind of sucks, which is about this guy who dreams of being this sports icon with a uh, GoPro, but it turns out the guy just kind of sucks. So,
3: uh, <laughs> that was really funny.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. I think it's really um, interesting how, like, film students or just our general like film kids in this program are actually so diverse in the different genres, especially compared to other years. And, and like, usually you, you all just see it's like. You know, like, a couple dramas and, like, mostly dramas and, like, some other, like, little indie other <laughs> films. I don't know. And yeah. Is, yeah, I feel like this festival is definitely one that's like, really cool and I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't seen any of the films. Any of the <laughs> fourth year films, that is. I've only ever seen the third year, so I'm really excited for that.
3: Yeah, cool. Um, There was a lot of, like, really quickly because we're almost out of time, but there's a lot of, like... I heard a lot about Inferno, like not even from mm-hmm. people in film production, but like other people in my life were mm-hmm. asking me, like, "What's up with Inferno?" Could you like talk about that like really quickly, just because also it's a UVC film. Today. Well,
4: Inferno is an interesting one. Yeah, it's 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 one of the uh, films from the third year program. It's a, um, I don't know how you want to classify it as. I would more probably classify it as a horror film, which is interesting because we don't usually get um, horror films in the in the program. Like like I said.